This isn't the scariest story, but it definitely creeped me the fuck out. For some background, I'm a 20-year-old female. I matched with this guy on Tinder a little while back. His name was Nick, and he seemed pretty cool, so I gave him my Snapchat. We talked for a little bit, but it kind of died out rather quickly. I didn't tell him the exact town I lived in, but the city about 10 minutes away, because it's decent-sized and has a big population of people, and I figured he wouldn't be able to find me with just by knowing that bit of information. Well, a few weeks ago, he had started messaging me again, and we made some small talk. Everything seemed normal for a while, until New Year's Eve. The day before, he had messaged me saying that he was going to be in the area, which was the city I told him I was from, and he asked if I wanted to meet for lunch. I told him possibly, and that I would let him know. The next night, I had a New Year's Eve party with a small group of my friends, I spent most of the day getting ready, and I wasn't really looking at my phone. Around 7.30, I had finally looked at my Snapchat, and I saw that Nick had not only messaged me, but he also called me as well. Hey, so I'm in your city. I responded, telling him I was sorry, and that I just saw his message. He opened it within minutes, and totally freaked out on me. He said something along the lines of, Just to let you know, I'm not really interested in someone who can't even answer the phone when I drove six fucking hours just to see her. I looked at it in disbelief, and for a second I thought he was joking. I responded by asking him what the hell he was talking about, and that he didn't drive six hours just to see me. He then said we had plans, and then why else would he have driven up here? I was confused because we never had any plans. He told me that he was going to be in the area, which made me think he was here for work or to visit a friend. It's not that uncommon for people to travel here for work. I explained this to him, and I told him we definitely didn't have any plans, and that I didn't ask him to drive here all the way for me. He told me he sat around for like two hours waiting for me, and that he bought me flowers. Again, I was really confused because we had never even planned a time or place to meet, and we had never confirmed any plans. You don't make plans by just telling someone you're going to be in the area. That's not how it works. I apologized, but I told him again that we never made any official plans. He told me in order to make it up to him, I had to drive up to see him tomorrow. Yeah, fuck that. I remembered that I had my location shared on Snapchat, so he easily could have shown up at my house. I turned off my location, but I kept him on Snapchat, just in case he tried to show up at my house. Luckily though, I haven't heard from him since. I never really knew how scary it was to have a stalker. I was 18 years old back then, and despite this being four years ago, it's still really fresh in my mind to this day. I was in my first year of college, and my girlfriend had just broken up with me. I was devastated. I texted her several times, but she never responded. I also tried calling her, but it just always went to voicemail. All I wanted to do was work things out with her, but she would never contact me or ever pick up any of my calls. My brother, who was 27 at the time, told me to just try and forget about her and that I needed to move on. He told me to try online dating. I wasn't really a fan of online dating because I've just seen a lot of catfishing stories, but I thought of it for a while and I decided to give it a chance. I downloaded the app Tinder and then set up a profile. After I was done, I waited for somebody to message me. 
I probably waited for about a day and not a single person messaged me. I was getting ready to log out of my account when, strangely, right at the perfect moment, somebody messaged me. The message said, Hey, what's up? So I responded, mm, Not too much. What about you? As I waited for the next message, I looked at her profile. Now, for the sake of privacy reasons, let's refer to her as Lily. Lily had blonde hair and beautiful blue eyes. And I saw that we lived not too far away from each other. My first immediate thought was, wow, this beautiful girl just messaged me. And right as I was thinking that, another message came through. The message said, you look really handsome. Want to hang out sometime? So I responded back with, I'd love to hang out. And after I sent that message, she then texted me back immediately, then saying, Okay, when do you want to hang out? I asked her when she was free, and she told me tomorrow. We then agreed to meet up tomorrow, but we were trying to decide on where we wanted to meet up at. Hmm, maybe we should meet at the coffee shop that's nearby in the morning, she said. I responded back telling her okay, and that it sounds good, and that I'd see her tomorrow. The conversation then ended after that. I went to bed feeling like I was really on top of the world. The next morning I got ready and I drove down to the coffee shop. I sent her a text saying that I was at the shop and she replied back with, Okay, I'm just one minute away. I responded back with just a simple okay and then waited and then got a table. She ended up arriving not too long later and we honestly had a really good time. It turned out that we actually had a lot in common. We both like video games, road trips, etc. As we finished our date, we said our goodbyes, and as I got home, I already had another message from her saying that she already missed me. Our next date was in three days, and on the day of our second date, I got ready and drove to our meeting place. Right away, she started to act, I don't know, different. Not mean, but just really different, almost embarrassed. I asked her what was wrong and she responded with nothing. After our date was over, we said our goodbyes again, and we both went home. I immediately got a call from her, and it was her being super insistent, saying that she wanted to give me a gift on our next date. Weird, but I said okay, sounds good, then hung up. She then immediately called me right after I hung up, then saying, Why did you hang up on me? I then replied back, saying that I thought she was done talking, and I didn't think she wanted to tell me anything else. She then went on to ask me to stay on the phone with her all night long. I told her I was sorry, but I really can't do that because I have classes tomorrow. But she just ignored what I said and just started to talk. And she then started to ask me some questions about life. I answered all the questions and I told her it was getting really late and that I needed to get to bed. But she just kept refusing to let me hang up. She was being really insistent that I stayed up late talking to her all throughout the night. I was getting really drowsy, and before I knew it, I then passed out on my bed. I had like a hundred messages from her the next morning, saying things like, Um, hello, why aren't you responding to me? But the one that really stood out to me the most was the one where she said she was going to break into my house and kill me if I didn't respond back. I muttered the words, What the fuck? So yeah, I figured it was the time to break up with her. Well... This is when all the stalking began. She moved into an apartment complex closer to mine, and she even dropped out of her college so she could go to mine. 
She would always walk about five to six feet behind me wherever I went, and she wouldn't even go to class. She would just stand outside the door, staring at me, with really cold and blank eyes. I wasn't a very intimidating person, nor do I look intimidating. So, I knew if I told Lily to stop following me, she probably wouldn't listen. It began to progress where she would stand outside my apartment with her face pressed up against my front door. Every time I would look out to the peephole, I would see one of her eyes staring at me as if she was trying to look inside my apartment. And one time she even tried to break into my apartment. I called the police several times, but they said they couldn't really do anything without any evidence. And if she's not actually in my apartment, they really couldn't do anything about it. So they just told me to let them know if anything else happens. This is when I decided to get a restraining order. So the following next week, I finally filed for the restraining order, but this didn't help anything. She still continued to follow me, and she even tried to tackle me once. I was absolutely done at this point, so I called the cops saying that I wanted her arrested. I told them that she wasn't agreeing to follow the restraining order. While I was on the phone with the cops, I was getting a phone call from another number. I told the cops to hold on, and I picked it up. It was Lily, and she was saying some really fucked up things in a demented voice. If I can't have you, nobody can. And I then yelled back at her. I told her if she doesn't stop following me, she's going to be arrested. Well, shortly after the phone call, Lily showed up to my apartment standing with a big ass knife. Make fun of me all you want. I know I'm a guy, but I actually started to choke and scream as I stared at Lily. She had wild ass hair, had bloodshot eyes, and there was actual frost coming out of her mouth. It also looked like she hadn't showered in days. She yelled that same psychotic phrase yet again. If I can't have you, nobody can. She then ran right for me with the knife still in her hand. I was able to dodge her, but she still managed to slip my cheek. I ran to another room and locked the door, calling the police and telling them what happened. Lily was going crazy. She was stabbing the door with the knife and saying all kinds of more psychotic things. Lo and behold though, within about 10 minutes, the police had finally arrived. They tackled Lily to the ground and I exited the room. As they took Lily away, I could see nothing but hatred in her eyes. Lily was screaming at me. I just want you to know whenever I get out of here, I'm gonna fucking kill you. There ended up being a trial and Lily got put away for a while. She was charged with breaking and entering and attempted murder. As you can imagine, after this experience, I totally quit dating apps altogether. I recently called the police to try and get an update on Lily, and they told me she's in really bad shape. She's still obsessed with me, and she even has a journal of ways to kidnap and murder me. After that call, I ended up moving to another state far, far away from Lily. I just hope that when she's released, she doesn't do this to another person. So to Lily, my obsessive ex-girlfriend, hopefully I never see you again for the rest of my life. So, this had all started back in February of last year, when my best friend wanted to find the right one. So, she had decided to download Tinder and begin her search. She came upon this one profile of a dude who was in his mid-twenties, and he had light skin and curly hair. She immediately swiped right on him. Well, about 20 minutes later, she got a notification from Tinder, notifying her that she got a match. 
and it was from the same dude she swiped right on. They started talking and vibing it out, and she didn't really think too much of it after that. Well, months later, he had kind of started being weird, sending her message after message after message until she finally got fed up with him and blocked him. Now, fast forward to August of this year, and me and my best friend were bored out of our minds one day, and we decided to go to the mall, which was about 45 minutes away from where we live. Our other friend wanted to join us, so she took her car and we accompanied her so that she wouldn't be bored. Around 6.30 p.m., we decided to go eat, then come back home. On our way back home, we kind of got some weird vibes. That's when then all of a sudden, my best friend gets a new ad on Snapchat from that same dude that she had blocked all the way back in February. By this point, she was getting really fed up with him, so she texted him back telling him to leave her the hell alone. But he wasn't having it, so she blocked him once again. We went back to enjoying our day, thinking the nightmare of the psychotic stalker was over. But it wasn't. We decided to spend the night with our friends so she wouldn't be alone. In the middle of the night, I got up to use the restroom when I saw a dark shadowy figure right outside her bedroom window. I immediately screamed when her dad came in asking what was wrong. I told him what I saw and he then went outside to look. Lo and behold, the figure was still outside and he was wearing a mask. My friend's dad then tackled the masked man, which I'm sure you guessed it by now, turned out to be that same dude my best friend had blocked on Snapchat. We quickly called the police, and they arrived in less than 10 minutes and arrested him. I'm not sure how scary this story sounds from the outside looking in, but for me and my friends, it's probably the scariest event we've experienced, and hopefully the last. I just need to type out this story, because it's still so unbelievably surreal to me that I can't even believe it's real. I'm not even sure if this is the right sub to be posting this, but hopefully it applies. Apologies in advance, because this will probably get long. So last fall, I had started using dating apps seriously, because I really wanted to branch out and meet new guys. I moved back home after I graduated college in May, which was still the pretty early stages of COVID. So, I was lonely. I've only ever used Tinder, so my friend told me I should try Bumble. And at first, it was a lot of fun. I matched with a few guys, and they were nice, but the convos kind of died off after a while. I just didn't really form any kind of real connection with anyone on there. One of the guys I matched with asked for my Snapchat, which I gave to him so he could talk to me on there. And we also followed each other on Instagram. This kind of stuff is harmless to me, and I really don't think too much of it. Our convos didn't really last long, and we stopped talking after just a few days. He was a little strange, and I was turned off by it. Fast forward a couple of months, and I get a message from him on Instagram. He told me he unfollowed me because of my support for Joe Biden in the election, and then proceeded to spam me with probably over 40 messages trying to convince me to change my views and vote for Trump. Now, I'm a very liberal person, and if I would have known he was like this, I never would have spoke to him to begin with. He kept telling me that people have blocked him for doing this before, and to just please understand where he's coming from. His last few messages were memes to ease the tension of the one-sided convo. He and I never even talked long enough for him to feel so comfortable messaging me like this. I didn't respond. I didn't even block him. 
I opened the messages so he could see that I saw them, then unfollowed him. The very next morning, I had got notifications then telling me, this message has been unsent by the sender for literally every single message. Of course, I screen recorded it and I had sent it to my friend to tell her what happened because it was really creepy and bizarre. It was pretty much over after that though and the topic of this guy didn't really come up again, so I moved on. Well, a few weeks ago, I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw a post from a local news station that was shared from the town this guy was from in my state that's about an hour away from me. It was a news article about a guy who had shot and killed an 87-year-old woman who lived in his apartment complex with a semi-automatic rifle. He was trying to get the other residents out of their apartment until he was shot and killed as well by another resident in order to protect the others who lived there. As I was reading about this, the guy's name and face just seemed so familiar, and then it clicked. It was the same guy. I went back to the screen recording of the messages that I took months ago, and that confirmed it was him. I'm not sure how to describe what my response was, but I got really sweaty and my heart was racing when I made that realization. It's absolutely disturbing knowing that I spoke to this man and even had a weird experience with him. It's now been a few weeks since I found out and I still feel weird about it. I was actually just reading about it again today since more details have been reported since the initial shooting. Sometimes I think about the what ifs, like what if I had responded to his messages the way that I wanted to and called him a creep and a weirdo and pissed him off to the point of violence and he tried to harm me. God, I really hope the woman he unfairly murdered is resting in eternal peace. Thank you for reading my story if you made it this far and please be wary of people on dating apps. You really have no idea who those people are or what they're capable of.